Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. Hello and welcome to the latest episode of the Two Robbies podcast with me, Robbie Musto, and him as ever, Robbie Earl. Now, before we get started, just wanted to remind you that earlier this week we had a Premier League on NBC uh, quiz, um, Ryder Cup style. Team GB was Arlo, Lee, and Graham. Team USA was us two <laughs> and Carl Martino. To say we weren't that great, we didn't do particularly well, but it was a very fun podcast. Uh, please check it out. Also, as well, the State of the Premier League clubs. We've been doing this for a few weeks now. We've done all the big boys, the top teams, right down really to mid-table. We'll continue today with three clubs we're going to analyse and look forward to. So check those out on the Two Robbies podcast feed. Yeah, and Robbie Earl here, and we're going to assess the, the, the state of Burnley 10th place, Crystal Palace 11th place, 11th and Everton in 12th place. We'll highlight some of the charitable work that those teams have been doing. Burnley in particular have been extremely involved in supporting the Burnley Community Kitchen, helping feed over a thousand people so far. They've also loaned some club vehicles for free to deliver those food parcels and produced and sent activity packs and activity cards to both younger and older supporters in their community. So they've been really active. Crystal Palace, a team I know well, I've got a good friend, Mark Bright, who, who works there, and I know the responsibility they feel within that community. First, check out the Palace for Life Twitter handle. They've done lots of great stuff to work with, it, with Palace and, and they're doing in their community. They've fed over 900 nutritious meals have been prepared by Palace chefs and delivered to NHS from workers, elderly people, vulnerable people who are forced to stay at home and homeless people. And Mark Brightnell, mate, he completed the 2.6 challenge to help raise funds for Palace for Life Foundation, which consisted of 26 activities over 26 hours, including cycling, push-ups, squats, lunges, the list goes on. And I can tell you Mark Bright's now had 26 days in bed to get over that. <laughs> and finally, Everton Football Club, I know they call themselves the People Club, very, very ingrained in the community there. They've launched the Blue Family Campaign to help aid those most in need with the pandemic with food, financial assistance, and mental health, and donated local food banks, from their um, Finch Farm uh, facility there. So all these three clubs, very, very ingrained in the community. I think they understand their responsibility. Some great work that's been going on behind the scenes doesn't always get the headlines. Now, some headlines, Robbie, must go before we move to our Premier League mm. teams. The Bundesliga looks set to return next week and, week and be completed by June the 30th. Massive news for German football. They, they've... Obviously, um, taking this on, they feel they're in a safe place. They've done all the protocols. They, they believe they've got everything in place. And, and they're not even talking about neutral grounds. They're talking about going and, and finishing off the season. And La Liga looks like that's going to return as well, which is interesting. So Germany and Spain for a late June return in, in La Liga will probably end their season around the end of July. So getting it all in before we, we get through to, to the months of August and, and restart. Mm. Yeah, I think it's great credit, particularly to Germany. I mean, I think we've seen the numbers, Rob. It looks like the country's done a pretty good job of containing the virus. I think they've always been ahead of other European countries in that regard. And, and it's so great news that they are come back next weekend. Now, from our point of view, the Premier League, we know that Boris Johnson, the UK Prime Minister, on Sunday is going to make a really important um, address to the nation about we assume coming out of the uh, the lockdown and again fingers crossed Rob we're hoping there's going to be some positive news on the possibility of playing games behind closed doors um, I think the, the Premier League shareholders meeting has been pushed back to Monday to see what Boris Johnson says with hopefully you know some kind of guidance about when that might happen in terms of coming back and playing behind closed doors you know about the neutral venues you know um and when the Monday announcement happens, the Monday meeting happens, Rob, we'll, yeah. if there's something that's big, big news coming out, we'll jump on another pod, we'll record another podcast just to, yeah. you know, chat about what happened with Boris Johnson and the Premier League shareholders meeting. 
Absolutely. So uh, let, let's get on with that. But we'll um, yeah. let's push on with it with our three teams, Rob. Uh, uh, yeah. Yes, we can. Three interesting teams in some respect because you look at them and you think, well, in some respects, they're, 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 they're well managed, they're, they're, they're in reasonably comfortable positions. Start with, with Burnley Football Club. Um, and they sit 10th place, 39 points, nine points behind Chelsea and fourth. Uh, only six points behind Manchester United and fifth. So, listen, with, with nine games to go, who, who knows? We started all of our state, state of the Premier League talking about the managers of each club. Should we just have yeah. a minute on Sean Dyche, the job he's done? Uh, the, the question I would ask, uh, Robin Musto, is, is Burnley a glass ceiling for, for Sean Dyche or is it bigger, better possible opportunities somewhere down the road? Well... I think, first of all, we'll get to that. I think it's important to note uh, that he continues to do brilliant work. Brilliant work at, at Burnley Football Club. We know that they are in the bottom, I, I think, three or four or five clubs, Rob, in terms of budget, salary budget. They don't, spend, they don't spend a lot of money very often. I think I remember £25 million on uh, Ben Gibson was one of the, or £15 million on Ben Gibson was one of their biggest signings. So they, they, they look around the lower leagues. He's doing an amazing job. I suppose another question I'll throw back to you before we talk about his future maybe is, has he done everything that he can do for this club, Rob? Is that, is that you know, you talk about ceiling is him as a manager, but for Burnley Football Club, can anybody expect them to beat 10th place in the, in the Premier League? Yeah. Is, this, is he done as much as he can do for this club? Yeah, on, on a budget, um, on, a, on a profile of player where that at times he'll go the league below, bring players in, Rob. And I used to say it of Pep, and, and I used to say it of Pochettino, and I'm going to say it of Sean Dyche. Sean Dyche makes players better. Michael Keane was, was, was a Manchester United Academy player, came into Burnley, left for, for maybe 40 odd million pounds to uh, Everton. Things haven't gone quite as well, but makes players better. James Tarkovsky, I think it was from Brentford, um, certainly from the Championship, came into the football club, has made him better. Nick Pope has come into the team. Tom Heaton has come into the team, makes them better. Ashley Barnes, Chris Wood. So, mm. in terms of that, Rob, that's where I, I was going in terms of is there another level in, in, in Sean Dodge? I think he's doing a brilliant job here. As long as he's there, you feel less safe and, and he's a guy who understands the club and understands the finances. But could he do that same job, let's for argument's say, at an Everton? There, mm. there was some, some rumours, and I just want to throw this one out, that was linking him to the Aston Villa job. That they weren't maybe happy with Dean Smith. Now, Aston Villa is another step in terms of finance and size and support. Yeah. Could he go to Aston Villa and take those traits and that earthy style that he's got impose that on a, on a club as big as Villa and maybe get them top 10 to, 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 to top six? Yeah, I think so. I think, and I think I'm sure you agree with that, but uh, mm. I think so. Yeah, I mean, there is another jump for him. Of course, there's another jump. Somebody that's done a good job at a club like Burnley for a period of time, yeah. there has to be other clubs, maybe a little bit bigger than Burnley, will be interested. You know, I think we've spoke before about Sean Dyche in, in terms of, where he can go. I'm not yeah. sure that you're ever going to see a top six, one of the big six clubs in, in England, um, going to no. go for him. I just don't, I don't think that's going to happen. For he may be the first one there, wouldn't he? Wouldn't, wouldn't, the other one I thought, West Ham United. And I've thought yeah. this for a while. So, so Everton's West Ham's, Rob. That, that, next, yeah. that next tier up, they aren't necessarily doing great at the moment, but yeah. they're bigger clubs. They'll have a bigger budget. There's he, more he fans there, more he pressure. He never really seems to come on the radar when those jobs came up. I mean, Moisey went back in at West Ham and whether they thought they couldn't get him then. Everton had time after Marco Silva, Colo yeah. and Potty. His name's never really part of a, of a serious conversation when them yeah. jobs come up. Yeah, it's funny, isn't it? Because I think that the the style that Burnley play in, I think there's a sense that, well, we want something a little bit more sexy than that. We we don't want that kind of football at our club. But I think what they will get is a manager that, that will keep them in the division, that will avoid any big drama and get players, yeah. as you said, doing better. I mean, it's a great story. I played against him millions of times. I know him a little bit as well. Brilliant guy, doing a great yeah. job. I just, yeah, Burnley in 10th place, Rob, with, you know, what he's shown as well, by the way, last season, this season, that he's able to pull them through difficult periods. Remember the question before, Rob, as if like, you know, is his voice getting a little old with these players? They have bad runs, they're towards the bottom of the league table. Is it last season they had a terrible start? or This season? Last season. Yeah, yeah. I mean, last season as well, I don't know. Because they got into Europe, Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. And, yeah. and we we're like, can he, yeah. and he, and he did, he got them revved up again and they, and they finished strongly and they're doing great now. So yeah, that, that's the thing for him. I think if Burnley got a guy that's perfectly made for them. Um, you know, we, we try to put on the say. director of football's hat and look at these and we're trying to do it in, in the manner and the style of clubs, not going to Burnley, so that's a millions there. Because yeah. we know that isn't the style. When you look through the squad and, and yep. the way you've got them playing, it's not that easy to, to think of the type of players who can go in who would make them better. We're talking about the next step. And so we, we have got to try and, and, and challenge yeah. ourselves to, 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 to improve the squad. Let's start with the goalkeepers. Obviously, Tim Hinton, Tom Hinton left to go to Aston Villa. Nick Pope's now established as number one. Joe Hart's number two, but I'm hearing Joe Hart's getting a little bit restless. He's talking about Leeds United, possibly, if they came up, might go for mm. him. Yeah. A good number two if he's happy to stay there with his age and his experience. But Joe Hart's probably looking at things. And I wrote it down probably, was it maybe four years ago? He was England's number one goalkeeper. And when he thinks at Manchester City, I don't think he's ready to, to sort of put the pipe and slippers on yet. No, I think you're right. He's 33 years of age right now, Joe Hart. Does he, is he content to probably help Nick, Nick Pope's development? Um, but does he want to play for his last few years? And I think, you know, a, a Leeds United, I mean, there's, there's, some, there's some clubs that, that I think would still want to go for Joe Hart. So that's an interesting one. Nick Pope, Rob, does he stay? Is there going to be interest in Nick yeah, Pope? Is that going to be a tough yeah. thing for this football club to keep Nick Pope, you know, involved in England national team, done mm-hmm. a really great job. I mean, he's, he's 28 years of age. He's in a great yeah. age. I mean, he's looked really solid as a goalkeeper. So, I think goalkeeper situation, I haven't got any changes here, Rob. I haven't, no, I mean, I haven't no, kind I of circled this because with Nick Pope and Joe Hart, yeah. experienced, younger, I mean, that's a really nice combination of goalkeepers. It's just whether you can keep one of them and if Joe Hart's going to be happy enough to continue being that guy. And I yeah. wouldn't be surprised if you're right and he's thinking, you know what, I want to be playing first team. Blimenek, this is, you know, he must be frustrated and his ambitions must be to play first team football somewhere. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's look at, go to defence. So, in, in the full box, we've got uh, Bosley and Lowton, and we've got Taylor, uh, and Eric Peters on, on the, to the left back. Yep. We've got Tarkovsky, we've got me, we've got Kevin Long, and Ben Gibson. Ben Gibson's still around. I think he's for 50 million from your club. Uh, but it hasn't really worked out. So Strange. Yeah, that's a strange one. there in, in terms of, of numbers. Uh, me and Tarkovsky have been the standouts. Tarkovsky, Rob, I think is one we've got to put like a little circle around that other clubs might be looking at and that could be a worry could we have, could we lose him if we do lose him who are the kind of people we, we might be looking to bring in hmm. so I look at the centre-backs as you listed them there yeah uh Ben Gibson's really interesting because if I mean expensive 15 million pounds about 20 million dollars which is yeah. a big fee for Burnley and he was really adored at Middlesbrough and this was his chance in the Premier League now I don't know what's happened there's some kind of falling out I think between the manager and Ben Gibson he uh he went back to Middlesbrough I think to train he had a bad injury as well I think in the time there so it's been a funny period of time there was a a long period where he wasn't playing he was sat on the bench I'm thinking I think he's a really good player so that's a weird one and it's sometimes difficult to know what's gone on there other than that centre-backs look fine the problem with Burnley Rob the problem with Burnley is age there's a lot of old players. Yeah, and right back, right back, I got circled. Yeah, Phil Bartley, yeah. Matt Lowton, 30. Yeah. Now, you go to this side, Eric Peters is 31. Ben Mee is 30. Uh, Kevin Long is 29. It, 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 further through the team, there's old players as well. So right back, mm. the position that I think they should be looking at. I mean, unless they want to keep... I mean, there's a ton of 30-year-olds throughout the team. But at some yeah. point, Sean Dyche and the club have got to try and make it a little bit younger. Ben Gibson was one part of that that hasn't worked out so far. Yeah. Um, Charlie Taylor, 26, good age. But right back is something. Now, I haven't, I haven't spent a ton of time looking at targets, Rob, because I think what yeah. this club will do, they'll go to the lower leagues. They'll yeah. go to, to the championship. The only person I've got at right back if, in, in terms of a team that's probably going to get relegated is, I think you play, you mentioned last week, Max Ahrens. Aaron, yeah, Norwich. I mean, yeah. He's a different sort of player to Sean Dyche, but in terms of right backs, he's 20 years of age, Max Aaron's Robin. Yeah, if, if you have Matt Lowton and Aaron's, I mean, Bards is going to be 35 next yeah, season. I mean, it's, it, it, that, that's my concern at right back is the aging players. It's interesting. So, uh, uh, thinking about the players, I wanted to think about the, the culture at the football club and felt it's not about any great individuals. It's got to be somebody who fits the team, the pack. 
You've talked about it, Millsborough, when you bought players in the dressing room and could change that dynamic. I knew it very much at Wimbledon. You've got to be careful of the dressing room about the age and, and you know, the personality. And I, and I think it's important. So one of the things I did when, we, when, when I was looking through my Burnley is I thought Burnley's ability now, maybe with a little bit more money, pending the, the coronavirus and that, is look at teams who might go down. Can we handpick some of their, some yeah, of their, right. some of their best players? So yeah. I've gone, and, and I know he's somebody you mentioned, and I'm thinking, would he make the jump? It'd be, it might be a hard sell. Tyrone Mings, Aston Villa. Come and join this team, I think. Mix up the centre-backs. Younger, left-sided, could give me three at the back options against some of the bigger boys when I want to. Um, I think he'll go there, Rob. I'm going to cut you off. I don't think he'll go there. I think he'll get a better offer than Burnley to stay in the Premier League for next season. England, England international. He's yeah, a good age. I've got him on my list of the other teams we're going to get to. He's on my list again. Yeah. I, 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 it's a great shout and it's a brilliant sign for Burnley. Yeah. I don't think they'll, they'll give him in terms of salary, in terms of the club, what he wants. I, 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 don't, I don't see that happening. Sean yeah. can... can, can is quite good at working with players, showing that, you know, England players have started here, are playing here, currently Nick Pope, etc. behind, you know, playing with Tyron Mings, my helping. Interesting one there. So let's move to midfield yeah. then, where, um, again, it, it's not it's not like they're struggling or, or they're weak. There's, there's lots of samey players. Well, you've got yeah. your Westwoods, your, your Bradys, Hendricks, Goodmanson, Lennon. Then there's a couple of kids, Goodridge and Brownhill, who, who haven't really fig- figured so much. Felt in this area, Rob, there might be there might be something to. We might might be able to add a little bit of a next level, next level opportunity to the right kind of player. Yeah, I mean, if we if we break it up, left side, Dwight yeah. McNeil, twenty, really good player. Warning, I think other clubs might have look, be looking at him. Maybe I, I still. I, I don't know whether they're going to be ready to jump in for him just yet. I think we'll get more time at Burnley. And Robbie Brady, 28 years of age. I like the left side of their midfield. Yeah. The centre midfield, Jack Cork, 30. Ashley Westwood, 30. Yeah. Josh Brownhill is a young player they got in, I think yeah. it was Bristol City. Yeah. 24 years of age. Uh, yeah. Good signing. That's what we're talking yeah. about. That's what they do. Yeah. Next league down, good yeah. age, jump up. You know, we can make you a Premier League player. Um, Jeff Hendrick can play in the centre midfield. So I think the middle of the park is something that they, they might need a player of, a younger player, another yeah, Josh yeah. Brownhill, somebody else. When you look yeah. at the age of some of the other players, mm-hmm. and they're 30, not, if, if they're fit lads, and Jack Cork, I think, is a fit player, and, and Westwood's yeah. had injuries, he's probably ready to kick on, both at 30. Uh, that would be a decision for the club. But I'd be looking at a central midfield player. And to the right side, Jeff Hendricks has been playing there. You've got right. Goodmanson at 29, Aaron Lennon 33. Yeah. How, about let's go, how about let's go down to, to a team that's probably going to get relegated again. Poor old Norwich City. Yeah. Emiliano, Emiliano Buendia. Yeah. Talented, skillful, fan yeah. favourite, can beat players. Been a difficult mm-hmm. season, like it is for a lot of talented players at Norwich. Now, yeah. again, I don't know whether Sean Dyche will feel that he's very different to what they normally go yeah. for, but in terms yeah. of a player that adds some excitement, is mm. a good age, he's got plenty of muscle around him in all areas of this team. Yeah. You know, I think Burnley could, could, could use a little dy- dynamic little playmaker that can take people on, yeah. excite the fans at their home games. I like Wendy. Yeah, Wendy's a good shout. I've got a couple. Um, you talk knowledge. Again, is he quite the right figure? Todd Cantwell? Yeah. I thought, as a footballer, somebody who can retain possession a little bit more. Let me throw one out, you must be interested in your opinion. Jordan Ibe, Bournemouth, physical attributes. Good size, needs a restart. Maybe going back with North might help him family-wise. And could Sean Dutch pull some of the Jordan I... We talk about this forever, about seeing him in the training session once and, and he was like yeah. a million dollars. Yeah. Could Sean Dutch push a few buttons? Because all of a sudden you've got a young powerhouse player who could play on your right-hand side, help you out, pull back and give you all kind of options, Rob. You know what? And you'd get him for good price, Rob. Yeah, I'm sure his salary, his salary won't yeah. be huge. And I think about Bournemouth, right? And uh, Lise Mousset that was there. Yeah. That the didn't get... Anyhow, some players 
struggle to get on with him. At least yeah, we set the striker, yeah, he, wasn't he, a favourite. He, he went to Sheffield United. Yeah. And, he, and he looks good at Sheffield United. So a different manager, different yeah. player, different club, different manager, and he's done well. Mm. It's a good shout. Jordan, I might be the same thing. Doesn't get on with Eddie Howe at uh, Bournemouth. Can mm. jump across here. We know he's got some experience. He's yeah. certainly got hunger to prove people wrong yeah. about what he can do. Yeah. It's a good little shout because I think it wouldn't be a big fee. No. Um, and they're struggling. They could get relegated. I mean, boom. Yeah. So it's a, it's a, it's an interesting one. I kind of like it. So, and, and he's got that power that, yeah. do, you know, it's very different to Todd Campbell, Rob, isn't it? Very yeah, different. And Buendia, different sort of player. But I like it. Strikers. Yeah. I, I, again, Jay Rodriguez, 30 years of age. Ashley Barnes, 30. Chris yeah. Wood's 28. Yeah. I, I think between them and, and, uh, and Vidra and Chris, yeah, Chris Wood, there's four strikers. Yeah. I think I'm kind of okay, Rob. Unless you're going to throw, you're going to throw in, I, I, you know, in terms of I've I've wanted a right back, I want a right side of player, I want to send midfield player. That's three yeah. players I want to add to this team to make it better. I'm still happy with Rodriguez, Chris Wood, and Ashley Barnes as my front players. Vidra coming off the bench, I think that's enough, and I'll prioritise elsewhere. Yeah, I agree. But the only thing I'd say, Rodriguez five goals, Wood eleven goals, Barnes six goals. It's it, it's you know the. We're spread them around. Spread them around. It's good. What they have to do. Wondered if we could go to, and, and I've thrown this kid in a couple of times, Troy Parrott at Spurs. No. Young, season loan. Might be a fit. He's a finisher. Might give me something different. Maybe starts from the bench. If he starts having form and plays well, he stays in the team. We'll be happy to be out. I get another body. Might be another seven goals, Rob. But I need those seven goals in a Burnley team because Cork and Westwood ain't coming up with many. Centre-backs a couple maybe from set pieces, but that, that front line's kind of lack of, uh, 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 yeah. of double figures just worries me. Yeah, I, I know what you mean in terms of a, a creative, skillful striker. Yeah. That, I mean, when you look at the front players, there, I mean, Vidra sharper than the yeah. other players. Who, who, I, I don't think Troy Parrott's... I think Jose Mourinho's got doubts about his physicality, his size. I don't know whether it's a right fit yeah. for him as a player to come to Burnley. I mean... I see more at Bournemouth if they stay up and the way that they play more mm. than this. But um, no, I, I, I mean, yeah, I mean, you want something a little bit more technical. You've, yeah. you've thrown it as a striker. I've thrown it in as a Buendia on the right-hand side yeah. just to try and make Burnley without losing what they are because that's obviously what's got them to 10th place in the Premier League, <clears> which is brilliant for them. I don't think the manager want to change things too much. Um, no. But yeah, in general, mate, in terms of the whole, the whole squad, not bad, a little bit ageing. A few areas of the team that they could improve on just to try and bring a little bit of flair. But in general, he's doing a brilliant, brilliant yeah, job there, isn't he? Efficient, I've put there with Burnley. Yeah. Getting yeah. most out of what they've got, mate. Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. Start clean with Clorox because Clorox delivers a powerful clean every time. Because messes happen. Because... Hey, listen, remember how you told me to toss those takeout containers before we left for vacation? And you were like, I'm serious. If that leaks over the counter, it'll be a slimy abomination by the time I get back. And I was like, yeah, 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 of course. Don't worry about it. I won't forget. <laughs> well. Ooh, yeah, that happens. So start clean with Clorox. Use Clorox products as directed. Rinse after use if in contact with food surface. Life is a highway. And on it, there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. So go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Let's move on then to yep. 11th in the league, 39 points, Crystal Palace. So nine points behind Chelsea in four, six points behind Manchester United in fifth. Um, Palace is always a difficult one because they're a bit streaky, have great runs and then they'll drop off or go the other way, start poorly, have a good run to get up the team. Roy Hodgson in charge, and I believe he's either agreed a new, to sign a new year contract or, or is, is about to sign a new contract. And I've kind of written in, on my line with Roy is uh, like asbestos hands. Whatever the heat throws up, Roy handles it, deals with it. You know, the, the season where Palace went, how many games without 
points without goals. He comes in, he gets a mid-table. He, he, you know, all kinds of talk maybe all this year. They're going to get relegated. No striker scoring goal. He gets them around safety and mid-table. Um, he's a safe pair of hands. At some point, the club are going to have to look for the ne- who's the next person. But at the moment, it's almost like be a little bit careful of what you wish for. And we've got a good guy who keeps us in the league. I know people will say, oh, he's a bit old and he's a bit this and he's a bit that, but he doesn't, he's a bit kicks you in the, in the Premier League one. There's a few clubs who'd like that. Tried and tested. Uh, he's just a good manager. Uh, it doesn't matter what his age is. He's a good manager, well-organised, very structured setup. Um, the players know exactly what their responsibilities are in a team. Not much to say. You're, you're right, Rob. I mean, he's, what is he now? Is he 72 or even a... 72. I mean, it, yeah. I think he's 70. So... I mean, tremendous that he looks, still looks good on the sideline. But you're right. Um, somebody else has got to come in at some point. But, you know, he, he is establishing this club in the Premier League right now. They had some weird seasons where it looked yeah. like they were going to get relegated. They tried different style changes, didn't work. He's coming instead of the ship. So, yeah, I mean, it's just kudos to him. The yeah. 11th place in the league table right now as we stand, Crystal Palace, uh, as, you, as you said, can be up and down. I just, I don't know. Just in terms of the upside, Rob, if somebody else was to go in there, could, it, could you expect, could Crystal Palace fans or club expect somebody to come in and do better than Roy Hodgson? Is there a ceiling with them? A little bit like Burnley? I, I, the ceiling's got to be higher than Burnley. There's a higher amount of money that's available at this club and a higher budget. Yeah. Where, where are we, are we, is it going to be a spectacular effort to see Crystal Palace in the top six anytime soon? It, it, it's going to need... More major finance, um, a bit of an overhaul. I look at this squad, Rob, when you talked about Burnley, and I, my first note was it's an oldish squad. It is, yeah. 30-odd-plus players, players in, in this group. Um, yeah. I also think it's a bit of a chat. What what people, some people, or Palace people certainly, might be questioning is a change of style, a bit of a change of outlook, a little bit more front foot rather than, the, like you say, defensive responsibility, knowing how to counter being that team, I think, you know, style come, comes into it as well. Um, but which, that's a phase, Rob. That's going to be something that's going to take time. Um, with, with what Roy's doing in, in the stability of the football club, it's just about how can we maybe make improvements in di- different areas and get the most from, from people at the football club. I think these, these may be a couple of things they might be able to do to bring people in. I also think, Rob, it might be time for a certain big-name player to, to be going out the door. Oh, no. Let's get to him. Let's get to. Let's go from back to front, shall we? Okay. Yeah. Well, so goalkeepers. Are we happy with goalkeepers? I mean, you're right. We're going to go through each section of the team, and there's yeah. a lot of older players. Greater yeah. and Wayne Hennessy, both three years of age. We aren't the. You'd love to have a young understudy somewhere. Something maybe you can work at with around the Championship League One. If there's one of those, we could pull them in. But I'm okay with that. And I, yeah. I like White. I think he's a good goalkeeper. But bit underrated. Yeah. Back for aging, Rob. Um, Ward 30, Kelly 30, Van Aert 29, 27, Cahill 34, Dan 33, Sacco 30, Tompkins 30. 31. 31, yeah. I mean, I I think, think, again, position wise, left back, Van Aert and Riedeveld probably 23 years of age. I'm okay with that. I think Van Aert's a very good player. There's talk, I can remember reading in this last week about. I think it's the Euro, a big European club coming in for Van Anholt. Yeah. I think which one it was now. Yeah. So left back is okay for Palace. Yeah, I'm right okay. back, they need a right back. Yeah. Joe Ward, 30. Martin Joel Kelly, 30. Yeah. Kelly, yeah. I mean, they're they're, they're okay. Ambassador went for big money. They, they, you know, they yeah. didn't really replace. They've got to start to think. The, the Max Aaron's type would be the kind of player. Same again. Bang. Same again. Yeah, perfect. Would he rather go to Palace or Burnley, Max Aaron's? Crystal Palace, London, yeah, I think gets so. a little bit of, 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 of kudos, yeah. I think. Yeah, but he, he brings some energy and, and some attacking prowess going forward. Centre-backs is where I worry. Yeah. Um, and the ages are there. You've gone to the players, Rob. Yeah, thir- no, the 30, 30 reliable, reliable types. You know, you're mixing up between, the, you know, Kale played some games and had a bit of a spell out. Saka got injured, came in, Dan's, you know, regular and, and gives you some stability. Um, Tomkins is the same, came in from, from West Ham and, and does a decent job, but there's mm. no standout pairing there, is there? No, I mean, Cahill's done brilliantly. Yeah. But other than that, 
they need something. They need something else, something younger. So again, you've Crystal Palace. You're, yeah. We're trying to be realistic about who they yeah. might get. Um, I, I straight away go to the teams that are lower in the in the league, and I've got a three here for you, Rob. Okay. Dan Byrne, Tyrone Mings, and Lewis Dunk. Tyrone Mings. Three, three. I mean, Dan Byrne. Yeah. You know, he's a yeah. versatile guy. He can play left back. He's played left wing back. Mm. Um, he's certainly with his size. What is he? Six, he's seven. Massive. He's a massive yeah. defender. He's 27 years of age. Yeah. Uh, I think he's done well. I think he'd be a good signer for Palace. Tyrone Mings. In yeah. fact, I think Mings gets on all my three teams today, yeah, Rob, in terms of... Left-sided, He gets on all yeah. of them. So he's going to have some pick of these three teams for me. So mm. I don't know whether he'd agree to go to Crystal Palace. Like, I don't think he'd go to Burnley. And Lewis Dunk's done well. He's 28. He's a little bit older. Yeah. But somebody's been a steady player that's added goals from set pieces. Mm-hmm. There's yeah. three, three players that, that are realistic. They're realistic for Palace to go for. Could Palace go for a Phil Jones type player who probably knows his time's done at Manchester United? We'll be looking at where his next um, club is in terms of playing regularly, influence. Would he, could he be the kind of guy who could go and take a leadership role in that dressing room? Probably become what, a, what, age is, what age is Phil Jones, Rob? It's a good question. I would have thought. Let me get a quick. I got the computer. I'll tell you, throw one more at you, Robbie Musto. He's 28. He's 28. 28. Yeah, so good yeah. age. Similar to, to Lewis Dunn, yeah. one of those type, you know, experienced, has, has, has been around. What about Newcastle United, Jamal LaSalle? Yeah. I just I, think I, what's I, going on, I did, I did think I about him, Rob. What's going to happen at Newcastle if they go for big upgrades and, 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 and all those things? Could he become somebody who, if he's not going to play regular there, you know, talk about him here? No, I think he's going to be a player that they're going to want to keep, Rob. And they're going to add. They're yeah. going to add. I think he's one of their best defenders at football club. He's captain of the mm. team, isn't he? I yeah. don't think. I think he he'll want to stay. It could be exciting times for that club. You know, let's mm. see how the takeover. But I, yeah, it's a good shout. Good player that's done well. Yeah, good physicality, good pace, aggressive on the ball, good in the air. I just think he'll want to stay around for Newcastle. So. I think Phil Jones is interesting. You either, you know, when you when you're Palace, like you're either going to try and take somebody from a team that's struggling, that's maybe yeah. getting relegated, or, or it's going to be a, a jump up to Palace, mm-hmm. or you go the other way, where a player, let's be honest about it, Phil Jones taking a step down from Manchester yeah. United. So yeah. that that's the ones you've got to be careful mm-hmm. with because sometimes players that take a step down. Yeah, I always it's think they're not always that hungry. Yeah, yeah like they're a bit like oh, you know, so. Yeah. But it's a good shout. And that's the, yeah, so centre-backs and mm. right-back, I think, for Palace. So let's move into midfield. Yeah. Um, it's a little bit similar in the middle of midfield. Karate's yeah. 30 years of age. James McCarthy's 32. McCarthy's 29. Uh, Milivojevic, who's done really well as a holding player, yeah. is 29. 29. Um, so this is an area. Now, Schlupp can play in there. Max Meyer yeah. may be playing midfield in a three. So there's some options yeah. there. But I've got a couple mm-hmm. of players. Centre-back, right-back, and centre-midfield, for me, yeah. needs help. I'm going to chuck in a couple of Bournemouth players here, Rob, for a central midfield player. Lewis Cook, 23 years of age. Yeah, like he's, he's back now from a bad injury. Oh, he's yeah. a footballer. He'd be, a, he'd be for me, number yeah. one pick for a middle of midfield yeah. because he can yeah. play and he's got, he's got a good engine. You know, uh, Bournemouth, he's, I don't know, he was, he was signed from Leeds United, wasn't he? Yes, yeah, so he, he had a bad injury, didn't he? He had a bad injury and missed yes. big chunks of season. But yeah, he was showing just before the injury, really, really good technical player. Yeah. So do you, are you happy? Do you I think, think that, that area needs help? I like that. Uh, I think that will be the kind of move if Bournemouth did go, like Palace, where he might feel he's, he's going to play regularly, almost build a bit yeah. of a team around him. It could be important. Yeah, I like that one. Um, you said two from Bournemouth, or is, is, is that your... Yeah, I said Jefferson Lerma. Don't not say him. Jefferson Lerma. Jefferson Lerma. Uh, A bit hot-headed. I don't know what you mean, though. But puts his foot in. Maybe not different enough. Maybe not. Maybe not unless a player is Lewis Cook. But he's a he's a physical type. I'll put one in for you, John McGinn. Too good for Palace, mate. He's he's in my he's in my next team. Hmm, um, Yeah. Yeah. I don't think we should. I don't think we should lack any ambition about going to talk to people like John McGinn. <laughs> yeah. the, the, no, it's, it's a, be in the league. I, I, better, we're building. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Listen, I would. I would absolutely. In my job as Crystal Palace director football, I would be trying to get hold of his agent and talking about it. Yeah. Um, I would just be surprised because I really like John McGinn. Yeah. I think he's a player. player. But, um, you know, if uh, they go down, 
and the current situation, yeah. you know, if bigger clubs come in, could be one. Okay, let's move it to, to the front line because this is now. I think we'll, we'll, we'll have a little bit of fun, and, and obviously we're going to move on from, from Palace now yeah. next to me. So, front line at the moment: Jack Tosin, who was injured, went back I think to to Everton to get to get the thing. Two goals: Jordan Ayew, eight Premier League goals this season. Christian Benteke, one Premier League goal. And we're going to put Will Saho up there, who plays either wide or right. Three Premier League goals, three assists for Wolf Soho. Okay, Mr. Mustel. 27 years of age, three goals, three assists. Has had a face like, I think the phrase is smacked bum. It's in most, <laughs> most of the season. I just think it's time for Wilf. And, and I know he's a Palace lad, and I know he's one of their own, and I know he's from South London, and he's a great guy, and he does a lot behind the scenes. And certainly um, around this time of pandemic, I've heard and, and told the stuff he's doing in local communities. So I absolutely get all that, all that, all that. I just feel as though you talked about players who move from bigger clubs, and I sometimes say the fire goes out in the belly. I think some of Will's fire in his belly at, at the Palace is, is going out. I'm getting the sense that he's feeling, oh, come on. Um, oh, come on, I'm better than this. I'm better than this group now. And I just is think he a sit down? he's a sit down. Is, is he a sit down look in the office, look in, look in the eyes and mm. see what he wants? Because I, I mean, I didn't have this. I didn't have this in terms of what I was planning for Palace. Yeah. I didn't have selling him. I didn't have selling him, but you know, his body, body language has been bad. Season, there's been times this season, his body language has been, if I was a fellow teammate, I've got to tell you, half time, I'd pull him into the, the restroom and say, oh, oi, Liven up, and we're, we're, we're having a go here. We're not, we might yeah. not be as skillful as you. We might not be as good as you, but we're all trying. Mm. Good fee then, Rob. So you're saying cash yeah. in, yeah. 27 years of age. Now yeah. is the time for, him, for you to cash in, yeah. and you're, you're confident you can get a better production guy because three goals, three assists isn't good numbers, but we know he's capable of more than that. And you, you're but saying that, that, that because the attitude isn't right, yeah. that his performance has gone down and it could be a good, It's a good shout. It's, it's yeah. a, I'll listen to that, but you're going to have a fair bit of money there, Rob. Have you got, have you got some replacements lined up? I'm looking at centre-forwards because I need more goals. Is Christian Banteki my guy. Do you know who I'd be interested in, in putting on a two-year deal? Maybe see, Troy Deeney. I'll go and get Troy Deeney. Just brings me goals, brings me personality. I'd go down to the championship and I'd take one of Mitrovic, who scored 23 goals uh, for Fulham. Or Ollie Watkins is a young kid at, at, at Brentford. I keep talking about 22 goals quick. He's a very Callum um, Wilson-esque right. centre-forward, Rob. I'd go and put whatever, take 20 million on him. Because I just think Young, if he brings me the goals and the attitude, we can build one. And, and use that wealth money to go and find a midfield player and maybe a couple of strikers. You're going to lack in wide areas though, Rob. I mean, other wide players, Jeff yeah. Schlupp, you've got yeah. Andrews Townsend the, the, and, and Max Meyer as the wide yeah. players that I've got here. And between those and Zahar and Schlupp and, and Jordan Ayew, to be fair, Rob has got some goals. He's had a good season this yeah, year. Yeah, Jordan Ayew play I'm out. not sure you're ever going to get a Palace striker scoring 20 goals because of the way that they play, because of the structure, because there's yeah. safety in the way that Roy Hodgson sets mm -hmm. them up. So, I don't know. I mean, you're, you're talking about bringing another striker in there. I mean, Christian Benteke, and I know we've ch ch chatted about him for, forever. <laughs> It looks like he's getting... Did he, get, did he sign that extra contract? Oh, he's got a nine years contract, contract, 29 years of age. I mean, he's 29, by the way. It's not... I mean, that's not... That's not... He should be absolutely Pete, flying Pete, now. Is, Pete, it, is he gone? Pete, Pete. Is he gone, Rob? Is it... I mean, is he... Will we see it again? Have you yeah, patience? What we've seen is gone. The, the things we're talking about are three, four years ago, great Aston Villa, little bit of signs at Liverpool. But we're not talking about anything we've seen in the last two or three years, Rob. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if that player still exists. Well, you, you're, you're, you're going to rule him out. 19 goals for Villa in 2012-2013 was when we were going, wow, powerhouse, you know, Belgian beast and all that stuff. I mean, mm. as, as, as I rightly said, he turned into the Belgian Bambi. And I've got to be honest, I, I'm surprised. I think the only reason he wasn't allowed to leave the club is because of the money he'd have to pay to get somebody in to replace him. Mm. It's not a great situation yeah. for Palace to be in. It's tough, difficult. I mean, I, I haven't touched the front line. I, I've kept Zaha. Do you think there's enough there in, in Chelsea, who obviously is injured, don't know what's going to happen? Jordan, are you? 
Christian Benteke and a Wilf if he stays. We don't, I'm not no thrilled with it. I am. I'm not thrilled with it. I'll be honest with you, but I don't know. I've gone for a little bit more of a younger fullback. I've gone for more creativity in midfield to help mm-hmm. that front line. I want more from Townsend. I want to see more of Max Meyer. I'm keeping Zaha on the left-hand side unless when he has a meeting with us, Rob, yeah. he's like, I want to move on. Then yeah. that changes a lot because that's a lot mm-hmm. of money. I just don't know whether by bringing in your striker, you know, what, what, what you're going to do for the left-sided player. There's but, a lot of good, I just think there's a lot of things that work well for Palace in terms of goalkeepers, set-up, back four, midfield work yeah. on that. They just never have anyone who, who can finish, Rob. They make chances. We see stuff going on. Like, How's he missed that? How's he not hit the target? Somebody who could just... 12 goals to that group could, could be a whole lot different. Yeah. Was it 26, 26 goals, I think, isn't it, uh, Palace? 26 goals that they, they've scored this season. Earl wants a new striker at Palace. Striker like at it. Palace. Yeah. All right, let's move on. Um, yes, the, the final club today. Mm. Very interesting club. Brilliant club. One of the favourite places that I yeah. played in the Premier League. Awesome. Actually, my last, my last ever Premier League minutes were at mm. Goodison Park with Charlton Athletic. I got a thigh injury or hamstring injury and uh, long story, didn't play again in the Premier League. Um, Everton, Carlo Ancelotti, Rob, 4 4 I think there's no question that he's added a lot in his time at the football yeah. club. As yeah. He's got some complicated things. I think he's added on to what Duncan Ferguson had, had did with the system, two strikers, playing yeah. with bags of energy. But we know that the ownership of this club in Mashiri wants mm. this club to be to be even better to climb yeah. the table even more not mid table they want to be challenging for the top 6 there's money to spend yeah. what are we thinking for for everton and what are we thinking about carlo ancelotti is this something rob that he's going to stick with for for seasons is this something that's going to satisfy him with what he's done the clubs that he's been at to grind a little bit and to have a little bit of pain in the mm. transfer market to find something that everton fans are going to be really excited to see or is it more of a short term thing for ancelotti then he might not stay around for very long. I think it's a former. I think when you've won what he's won, there was three Champions League, the, the clubs he's worked at, he's a top six manager. Now, what, the question for me is, are Everton or can Everton be a top six club? The, the manager's belief and, and confidence has got to be matched by the football club. Now, I see it being, and maybe Everton fans won't like the, the capacity, but I see it being a, a, a Liverpool-type scenario. They're not at the level that Liverpool were when Klopp came in, but I see a three-phased approach. I see a, chain, a, a, a couple of years to, to get things right, to get competitive. I see a challenge into the top six, and then I see a put towards top four. Those are my three phases of where I see Carlo Angelotti. And I think to keep a manager of that calibre happy, he's going to have to have the finances and support and I think he will give you the time to build to build this team up. And you know, eighth finish last season on the Mark Silver, but it's never been it's never been a contentment with what's happening at the football club. For the first time for a while, I think there's a belief at the football club that we've got the kind of guy who yeah. can give us that, that that kind of ambition that we want. Yeah, I mean the the, the comfortable nature of the club now mm. and knowing that they have got the right manager, that it was a great get to bring him into the club yeah. and his initial work and his just the way he's carried himself in interviews yeah. has been very, very good. Yeah. Um so that's good. Of course, he'll want new players, Rob. And mm. as we go through this squad, yeah. you know, I went through it and it's like, well, yeah, not bad. Yeah, he's not not bad and yeah, decent and yeah. young and I it it does need something, and we're going to. I'm going to freshen up as we go forward. But just defend, just starting at the back line, Robin, the goalkeeper, Jordan Pickford, yeah. um, 26 years of age. So there's no no reason to change him. And no. he hasn't had a great season. He's made mistakes. He's a bit of a hothead emotionally. Worries me a little bit sometimes with the way that he can go off it a little bit. Mm. Um, backup goalkeeper Martin Stecklenburg, right. supremely uh, the Dutch goalkeeper, supremely experienced, thirty-seven years of age, and a young, yeah, a young Portuguese goalkeeper. The, uh, might need to bring but, in, you know, a thirty-year-old somewhere, you know. A, maybe, yeah. but I, I, I think but for now that's okay. I think Pickford might benefit from working with Antibody. I think he he might be able to get into his head a little bit and calm him down, and, and as he matures. Yeah. I think he might become a better goalkeeper. Jordan Pickford's got to realise that you don't have to be diving around your goal all the time. I want to remember a quick story about David Seaman, and it was Bob Wilson who was his, his goalkeeper coach, told me. So David Seaman used to love it in a game if he didn't have to do anything. He would talk to his back for he didn't have to make a save. Then him and Bob would go out on the pitch after and do an hour's work and he'd get beastly. 
but he did. He said it's one of his strengths. He didn't feel he had to get involved in the game. When I see Jordan right. Pickford, it's like if, if things are going well, he wants to just come diving out of his box and punch someone away in like Superman style. And you go like Jordan, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. It's, not a no, it's a good point. He, he's a bit. He's a bit of a drama. He's a bit of a yeah. drama queen, isn't he? He, mm-hmm. he uh, you know, it's like one of them that there's this. The, when he's having one, he's having one, and I yeah. think the next season, it, the next game, it can continue. Yeah, it can, but yeah. given what they yeah. need as we go for the team, I think he's in good shape. You, you trust? You've got to trust him to get well, better and to improve. Yeah, I do trust him. Let's look at the back line, uh, Musty, because because that's a little bit interesting. So. Sidney Coleman, a, 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 a right, a right back. Um, Digne and Baines at left back, and then we have got like Keane, Mina, Holgate. Sure that's it, and that's yeah. it, Rob. Yeah, that's it. There's three. There's only three centre backs really, and I think we can agree that Mason Holgate has been excellent as centre back. Yeah. Michael Keane has been in and out. Yerry Mina has had a lot of injuries. Good age yeah. of 25, so they definitely need a centre back mm. and. It's the same guys, mate, because we're talking about, we're talking like yeah. this part and the, the last part about teams in the same area. We're talking about players that our listeners and viewers will, will yeah. know about and will have seen. So it's the same ones. And you talked about, we both talked about Tyrone Mings and yeah. Paris and Burnley, but he would love to go to Everton. Tyrone Mings from Aston Villa yeah. to Everton has to be, yeah. that has to be a, a, an attractive proposition yeah. on both sides of it. Other names I've got again, Nathan Ake, Bournemouth, we've talked about before, Rob. Yeah. Good player, good, a good, he'd be a good centre back, yeah, in yeah. my Perfect. opinion, for Everton. I mean, play yeah. a little bit. And yeah. James Tarkovsky, another one, same, same kind of guys. Um, there's be a lot more money at Everton Football Club than Burnley mm-hmm. for Tarkovsky. And, and Tyra Mings, Villa look like they're struggling. So that's the three. That's the three. They're, you've got to add one. Yerry Mina, yeah. Holgate, and Michael Keane, three is not enough. Um, yeah. It's a priority. I, I, I like Ake. I, I like that shout. I think he's got that cl- little bit class about him. Can, can step in there. Good on the ball. Probably better on the ball than Tarkovsky. Um, and the, the only other one I throw, and I think I've mentioned, is a Diop at West Ham. I just like this. Kid. Yeah, you like him. Yeah, I like him big physical. I think with a good manager like Angelotti around him and, and the understanding of, of his tactics, could grow into a really big, important player. So, mm. yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I, I definitely feel they need one big-name centre-back to go in there to, to start to change things and, and give them a focal point. Because Jerry Mean, as you say, I haven't quite seen the best of him, don't know. Michael Keane looks like he's a little bit nervous at times. And Mason Holgate, I think, has done OK. Mm. Um, he can play at full-back or centre-back, but we'll have to see how his development goes. Mm. Yeah, I mean, the full-back positions, Luca Digne is brilliant. brilliant. Yeah. Left-back, it's a yeah. great get, great signing. And that's yeah. what, I mean, that's what these clubs, the more of Luca, the, the more clever, good signings, it makes yeah, yeah, so much yeah. difference. And Leighton Baines, 35 mm. now, but 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 why not? Why not continue to be a backup to Luca Digne? Right-back worries me a little bit. I haven't got a big change here. Seamus Coleman's 31, Sydney. still looks fit and strong. And Sidney, yeah. I'm... I, I like it. I want to see more of him. I want to yeah, see. So yeah. I, I'm just putting a question mark at right back okay. for now. Yeah. For next season, hmm. I, I, I'm looking at it. But I'm because anybody bringing now, Rob, at yeah. this club of Everton, I, I'm thinking that they've got to have the potential to go and play in a top six, even top four, because that's what Everton ultimately want yeah, to get to. Yeah, so yeah. why spend money and hmm. bringing players in that we don't? That's why Nathan Ake and Tyro yeah. Mings, I, I think, can do that. You know, longer term. I know mm. some people might disagree with that, mm. uh, but you, th- 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 there has to be steps to get to where they want to be. But I still want to try and sign players that I think are going to be able to play at that level. So there's your back four. So we want, yeah. definitely want to add a centre back at, uh, at Everton. Now midfield, Robbie Earl. Um, yeah. I think it starts to get interesting. Let's just see. There's a lot of people for midfield, by the way. Looked on the list, it's like really. Yeah, I mean, the, the, so let's look the older ones, okay? So Morgan yeah. Schneidlin, yeah. he's got a yellow yellow highlighter. I, yeah. I'm looking to, to offload him. Yeah. Fabian Dalf is 30 years of age, but, uh, but I, I'm, not off, I'm not offloading That's him. Not, yeah, he's okay. Andre Gomez, uh, back from his injury remarkably yeah. well, is 26, great. I yeah. really like him. Tom Davis, 21, really like yeah. him as well. Yeah. Uh, Jean-Philippe Gabamine, got injured, yeah. didn't he? he 21 yeah, years of age. You haven't really seen... Much of him. I haven't seen much of him. Big expectation. Yeah, a lot of good talk, good news coming out of there. So well, I want to, I want to bring in a central midfield player, Robbie Earl. 
All right. Do you want to bring in one? Should we talk about replacements? Should we talk about potentials for centre midfield? Unless you feel that's a, a good area for them. Yeah, no. Too many I, bodies. I want one in there, but it, it depends on, on my team sale. But go on, let, let, let me see where you're going. Well, I know that, again, just looking at the reports, Alan, uh, Brazilian at Napoli. Again, yeah. work with Carlo Ancelotti has been yeah. talked about, but it's £65 million. Pounds. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what's been talked about locally. I'm, we're going, again, for players that, that yeah. people know about. So there's three for you. One I've already talked about, two I haven't. Lewis Cook. Yeah. Wouldn't be my foot for this club, no, for where not, I no, want... Not where you're saying if we right. go to top four and six, yeah. eight, not yet. I think that's too big yeah. for uh, another player that I just particularly like, Rob. I, I think this player, and maybe you might disagree, I think he's, I think he's really talented. Douglas Louise from Aston Villa was at Manchester City, yeah. been out on loan in European football. Yeah. He's 21 years of age. He's yeah. got power. He can play a little bit. I, I said to you before, Rob, in the studio, mm-hmm. watch him. Douglas yeah. Louise. He's a little bit, for me, under mm-hmm. the radar. I know you sh- I, I like him. And my last player... Um, from Southampton, central midfield player, Pierre-Emile Hoiber. Hoiber. Power, can play, experienced. Right. I think good enough to step up a level and play for Everton. There's three for you. As long as he doesn't become a Schneiderlin who loses himself there. I quite like Hoiber. I've got to say, I'm not feeling Douglas Louise in the same manner that you're feeling him. I know you've seen a little bit more of him maybe than me. I haven't been that sort of concentrated on him. But Douglas Louis just doesn't quite, and maybe it's difficult at Villa. He's, he's early. He's early, Rob. And, and I'm, not, I'm admitting it's a bit, in some ways it could be a bit of a gamble, but the talent of a young player, big future, I, I, I want to bring him in. I think is John McGinn. I, I'd take him all day long. I've got him. I've got him in my front players, my, my, yeah. my attacking midfield players. Yeah. I've got a couple of others who would probably, I'll, I'll save him for my front players to give him the mix, who, who, who I think are just interesting wild cards. Um, well, let's go there. Move there. If you want to move to the, to the wide yeah, players and the front we'll, players, we'll, let's do it. Forward. So we've, we've got well, Tom Charleston, we've got Theo Walcott, we've got Moise Keane and we've got Omar Nias at the football club as, as things stand now. Nias probably time to move on. Moise Keane's not helping himself off the pitch with his little bit of immaturity. Everybody tells us he's a player in there. We've seen moments of it at Juventus. Hopefully Angelotti can work with him and, and get the best out of him. Theo Walcott's an interesting one. I think it's time for Theo. If I had your yellow marker, there'd be a yellow line for him. Calvert-Lewin's shown good promise, starting to produce it on consistency with Charleston. Gives us great options, can play in a number of positions. I want something different in that team, Robert. I want a little gold or sparkle. Yeah. I'm going to give it you. I'm going to give it you. So, I'll, again, strikers. Calvert-Lewin, done brilliant. No problem yeah. there. Him and Richarlison. Richarlison, yeah. 22 years of age, a player yeah. that I love. I mean, and I think there's more to come from him. Yeah. Moise Keane is a question mark again. Where's yeah. his head at? He's yeah. 20, Rob. It was, a, it was a big fee. Like, I, I want to I give him more time. So, striker-wise, yeah. yeah. Omar Nias, yellow marker. Nias, yeah. 30 years of age. Uh, we'll, try and, we'll try and move him on. Yellow marker... Fear Walcott, 31, yeah. time yeah. for a shake-up. And another yellow marker, also this, by the way, I'm looking at left side of midfield now because they played 4-4-2 yeah. Everton. Yeah. Uh, Bernard, 27, still, yeah. still like him. He, he gives, you know, yeah. he's been a little bit inconsistent. Yeah, a little bit of flashes, There's flashes of goodness. I'm okay with him. Gilfie Sigurdsson, move on. Yellow, yellow, time, yeah. Time to upgrade. Yellow. Time to upgrade. Alex Iwobi. Alex Iwobi's getting a yellow for me. No, not yet. Not where I'm going, Rob. No. I'm to you. Not where we're going. Good age, manager that can bring him on. Too early to, to, to disregard. He's yellow for me, but, I'm, you know. So, in terms of, so what, what I'm looking for, I think we're yeah. both looking for, is a little yeah. bit of, yeah, a little bit of yeah, sparkle. I'm going to chop a couple at you. Some we've mentioned before. One is different. Two are different. So, John McGinn. Yeah. yeah he, you talked about him. Yeah. I would try and buy him. No question. Be yeah. one of my first phone calls, John McGinn yeah. from Villa. Sorry, Villa fans, but he's a he's a he's a brilliant little footballer. Something yeah. that Everton could do with because we're looking for a little bit of that. Absolutely. Uh, uh, Todd Cantwell, player that we you know, yeah. not at the top of my list, but he's another player. Now, two that we haven't talked about, Robbie Earl. And if we're going to get rid of Phil Walcott, yeah, we need a wide player, and I want a wide player that's different to Phil Walcott. I want a wide player that's got a little bit of cleverness and yeah. he's had a bad injury. 
Bournemouth, David Brooks, 22 years of age. The history, I mean, he had his bad injury before that. Quality, production, talented, different. Obvious, yeah. he's, a, he's yeah. a player. Sure. Obvious, he's a player. Yeah. I mean, yeah. again, I, I like young players, so most of my picks are mainly young. David Brooks is somebody I'm interested in. And my last one I'm going to throw at you, Rob. This could be controversial. And there's no question, I'll hold my hands up, he's had a nightmare of a season. Oh, I think it could be going the same place. I've got a feeling it could go the same place. Wow. He's playing, he's playing in um, East London right now. Oh, it's the same, this is, same guy. Well, this F-A. would be amazing. F-A. 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 Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Felipe Anderson. Felipe Anderson was my wild card. That's mental. That's my wild card. He's a footballer in Felipe Anderson. There is a footballer. And we we have not spoke. That's that's ridiculous. I thought I pulled him out. I've got two. Felipe Anderson. And guess who else I've got in there? Mezit. Mezit. (laughs) Mezit. (laughs) What are you thinking? What are you you thinking? Let's take half of of Mezit's salary away from... (laughs) Arsenal. What are and you thinking? It says to him, "I'm building a team round you. Come, hey, he can play, Robbie Musto. He'll let you down. He'll he let you play down. We got. We want gold dust. We want magic. He knows he's not going to be loved there. Everton is a kind of football club where he could go, Rob, and become a, 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 a an icon there. They could love him." You've got to build the team around him. Right. The, the, the whole right. resurgence of, of recent Everton has been about energy and back to Everton and getting the ball forward yeah. and play, yeah. playing in the opposite. I'm not saying we go away he slow, from He play. slows it down the a little bit. Got... he can do in the last third of a pitch, I know. the best or, 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 or up there with some of the very best. Well, there's no question that all the players we've mentioned, the most naturally gifted, talented yeah. player. Yeah. Ancelotti, legendary from for, yeah. for man management. Yeah. I get that. You have got to build the team around him. So your your Bernards and your McGinns or uh, uh, David Brooks, you ain't you. You have different types, haven't yeah. you? If you have yeah. too many artists, not enough soldiers, particularly at Everton, that could be problematic. I I wouldn't want to go there. I, I don't. It's a brave shout, Robbie Earl. Yeah, I just wanted to. It's yeah. a risky one. I mean, finances. You, you're hoping that Arsenal will pay off his wages. I would think to get him out, they're going to have to do something like that. Yeah. Well, Philippe Anderson was my, was my little sneaky one, and I was I, I realised we were heading down the same road. Yeah. I think there's a footballer in there. I think there's a. There is. He's had a disappointment. I don't know why. Yeah. It's not quite. He's happy. been so poor. He's a brilliant, brilliant. The season before this one, what a player. You know, I just don't know what's happened to him. Um, I was going to talk about James yeah. Rodriguez. How uh, much Rodriguez? Yeah. With Everton, aren't they? The link with Ancelotti and. Yeah, them. again, a, 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 an Urzel-type mm. talent. Um, I don't know what his hunger is like. Probably pretty high to prove himself as a top player. Would Everton be a good fit for a Jack Grealish? Really, I threw that one in. A younger, so a younger Urzel with a bit more thing. If he's if he's not Man U and he's and he's not quite there, could he become yes. Everton? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I I, I, I like that. I like it because I, I'm not, I mean, I'm, listen, I might be wrong. United might want him desperately and he yeah. might do brilliant for Man United. Yeah. He, he has got that Man United kind of mm. gloss showing, if you like. Yeah. 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 But if not, yeah, it'd be really, I mean, again, you not build well, a team any, around him. But he's, um, a, he's, yeah. a, he's an artist. He's a real yeah. artist. Yeah. But it's a good shout. Jack Greenwich is a good shout for Everton. If, you know, if they want to get to where they want to be, they've got to get a certain amount of players that, that, that do it and that work. Yeah. And again, you've got a manager, Jack Grealish has had a little bit of history of going off the rails a little bit and emotionally. He's young though, isn't he? Ancelotti is great, isn't he? I mean, that's what he's great at. So that's not a bad shout as well. So I think we're both feeling the same thing, Rob, about what Everton could do with. And it is a little bit of quality. And it is a little, you know, to build around some of the other players that they've got there. Um, And those strikers, you see, you know, Calvert-Lewin and Richarlison, they're a kind of a, there are number nines, aren't they? They've got some ability and some skill, particularly with Charleston, yeah. but a little bit of technicality around them, I think, would really, really help. Yeah, and to get rid of Sigurdsson and Theo Walcott, that have, that have really have been good players, good just to change yeah. it. It's just time to change we, everything. We've got to, yeah. now. We've got to go to the next yeah. stage, and, and sometimes you've got to be a little bit ruthless. But I just sense it's going to be some some interesting, maybe some exciting times because of some part of Angelotti. He hasn't come there, I don't think, to be 
middle of the table yeah. they've come to, to to get themselves competitive and at least start challenging for the top six. So, mate, we, we have to call it a day there. Uh, as we look back and say at the Premier League, I think some exciting times maybe for Everton fans to look forward to. Just some notes for, for your diary from us. If any news does break regarding the start of the Premier League on Monday, where we know the Premier League teams are meeting then, we'll do a podcast and bring you up to date with all the latest news. Next Wednesday will be the NBC group chat, and I'm sure then we'll go into more detail about what the restart project, restart, I think they're calling it, to trying to get the, the Premier League season 2019-2020 finished. Then next up for us, see the two Robbies, we'll be back with a deep dive into our next three teams, Brighton, Southampton, and yes, Newcastle United. I think that one's going to be interesting. New managers, new new owners, new manager possibly, new money, new optimism, I think, at Newcastle United yep. for the first time. So I look forward to getting to that one. But for now, I'm Earl, he's Musto, together with the two Robbies. Thanks for watching and thanks for listening. Stay safe, stay healthy. It's good night from me. And it's good night from him. Good night. Justin and so good. Thousands of summer deals at your Nordstrom Rack store. Save up to 60% on new arrivals from Vince, Rag and Bone, Adidas, Joe's, Marc Jacobs, and more. Great brands, great prices every day at Nordstrom Rack. But hurry for first dibs. Get your summer favorites up to 60% off at Nordstrom Rack today. Great brands, great prices. That's why you rack. Life is a highway. And on it, there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. So go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour.